Radio. I go by the name of In The Cut. And I go by the name of CHJ, Duck City Music. What's going on? It's Will Gatz from Boston. This is Jay Banger. Hey, yo, man, you already know it's your boy Blade. It's your boy Street the Villain. This be that boy Hero, all the way from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yeah, 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 yo, this is the Grand Surgeon. Yo, DJ Kawan, host of the Mixtape Show and DJ Kawan Radio. You're rocking with the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Non-Stop Radio. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show once again. It's your boy Emilio Wagbar, and I would like to say thank you to each of you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to tune in here yet again tonight to this presentation of this platform. If you haven't done so yet, please be sure to follow us on IG at EJP underscore entertainment to stay up to date with everything related to EJP entertainment. Also, for those of you who would like to check out the video aspect of our platform, you can do so by going to our YouTube channel at EJP entertainment where you can subscribe to the channel like and share the videos and enjoy the content that we present here from this particular platform and here tonight ladies and gentlemen we got a really good show in store for y'all we got our special guest here on the line at this part of the show you know we are joined by our special guest and this young lady right here definitely has a very good song out right now called be mad and i know that's going to be something that a lot of us out there will be able to resonate with in addition to her brand new album which is out there as well but we're not going to get into that just yet i'm gonna let her get into that and with that being said folks please help me welcome to the show miss emily ryan emily how are you welcome to the show Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. And we are glad to have you here as our guest tonight. So welcome once again. How are you feeling tonight? Thank you. I'm I'm feeling great. I'm excited. <laughs> as we are too. So we definitely have mutual feelings when it comes to the excitement right now. I'm glad to have you here and all that good stuff. And normally we like to give this point of the conversation to our guests to give them the opportunity to kind of give a little brief introduction about themselves to the audience to give them a chance to tell a little bit of their story so if you would the floor is all yours great so uh, i'm sure a lot of you don't know me um but my name is emily ryan and i am um a singer and an actress mostly let's just focus on the music for now um i I just released my debut album called Emily's Party, January 13th, and that's been just my dream project. Um, it's been a long time coming. I've been in the music industry or the performing arts industry my entire life since I've been a little kid, and um, the stars finally fell in line last year, and I was given the the really awesome opportunity um, alongside my producer to do a full-length studio album and it's really just been a dream uh, a dream come true the whole process was literally we did the whole album and well, over the course of the year but essentially the bulk of it in two months and um, it was just a really wonderful great experience and I'm so happy with the product and I think um, it's something that everybody can kind of resonate with, uh, but also have fun with. That was the most important thing to me. 
That's cool And I like that I like the title of your album Called Emily's Party So I guess we can consider This conversation Emily's After Party Because we're going to be Talking about <laughs> your album We're going to be talking about Your experiences In the music industry And wow Having started at such an early age Like what drove you into Getting into the music industry? I mean, I, from when I was a really, really little kid, I was in theater. Okay. Um, and I loved it. And then maybe around like middle school, high school, I still loved theater. I was still super, super active in the theater community. But everybody started asking me at that point, like, are you going to go, are you going to do Broadway? And I, as much as I love it and I love the theater, I knew I wasn't necessarily like a Broadway actress like that wasn't my vibe um I wanted to be I wanted to be a rock star like that's what I wanted so I knew that would be like considerably more difficult (laughs) (laughs) but um I didn't I didn't care and and I sat forth to make that possible in any way, shape, or form. So I literally just picked up and moved to New York when I was 19. Okay. And said, I'm, I'm going to be a rock star. <laughs> okay. So how long have you been in New York? You still here in New York? Or you just, you know, you left and came back? Or how, how did that work for you? No, no. I'm still here in New York. I uh, So I graduated high school. I did my first two years of college. I'm from Detroit originally. Okay. So... Um, I graduated high school. I did two years at Oakland University just to like work and save as much money as humanly possible. And then um, I literally like picked up all of my shit and moved myself to New York at 19. Nice. Um, and with like no plan. I mean, I transferred schools to the time that I was going to Pace University downtown, but like literally like essentially no plan other than like, I'm going to be a rock star. So I'm leaving. <laughs> and, uh, and so I moved to New York. I got a job. I was already bartending. So I got another job bartending because, you know, rent. Uh-huh. And then um, I finished school. But I like always was like actively seeking um, music and bar jobs for like connections in the industry. So I didn't know anybody here. Um, so... Uh, I worked at, you know, recording studios and I was uh, one of the head bartenders of the 4040 Club for six years. Mm. And I was just like doing as many things as I could do with like my little connection to find, you know, ways to make it possible. And uh, sure enough, like six and a half years in, everything fell in line. Which was really lucky, but uh, really awesome. Mm. I can just imagine you have an incredible story that goes behind that. You know, coming from Detroit, you know, I got to say shout out to Detroit, by the way, because that's one of my favorite cities when it comes to, you know, just music in general. As far as the hip hop scene is concerned, you have a whole lot of dope artists. Everybody knows Eminem, of course, but then you also you got the D12s, you got the Kid Rocks, and you got a lot of other, you know, pretty notable artists that have came out of the Detroit area. And also coming from Detroit, coming here to New York, you know, a whole different city, much larger in size, more people and everything like that. You know, it seemed like a lot of people love to come to New York to make their dreams come true. So how has it been for you through the course of, you know, your transition from Detroit and from college to coming here to New York and pursuing that goal of becoming a rock star and also pursuing your acting career? 
I mean, I love, I, I always say, like, I loved, uh, I loved growing up, like, in and around Detroit. I, like, loved, I had really great experiences there. Like, I really have no complaints. Like, I love it there. I still go and visit. I still go see my friends. Um, it's definitely a really cool, unique space to be in. I, I lived in a suburb, like, 20 minutes outside the city. I grew up going downtown. Um, and I loved it. I just knew at the point of, like, high school, let's say, that, like, I had, I needed to, uh, I needed to leave. I needed to be able to, you know, expand my career and expand my connections. And, you know, I couldn't stay there and do everything I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, but definitely, like, no hate towards the city. I, you know, I had a great, great experience there, but I do you know selfishly love new york now (laughs) (laughs) i i really i i live in manhattan and i i lived in brooklyn for like my first year and then i moved to manhattan and i just i really truly love it here That's what's up So have you adopted The New York sports culture As well You know I know Detroit Got the Lions They got you know uh, The Pistons And all that stuff So have you transitioned To being a fan Of any of the New York teams As well I've definitely Transitioned (laughs) Whether that's good Or bad To say or not um, no, I definitely transitioned. Um, I still work in a sports bar in Chelsea, and I so I like follow all of it. And I love. I'm definitely, um, definitely a Jets fan now. I'm definitely um, a Rangers fan. I still love the Red Wings. Okay, but I'm definitely, I definitely follow with follow up with the Rangers. Hey, I knew there was a reason why I liked you because I'm also a Jets fan as well, and I'm also when I do watch uh, hockey, I like the Rangers. You know, I root for the the Islanders, you know, and all that stuff like that. But when it comes down to it, it's Yankees, Jets, Knicks, and um, yep. you know, Rangers and all that good stuff, man. So I, I, that's what's up. We cool now. You, 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 me, and you, we here. <laughs> <laughs> I passed the test. Good, good. Yeah. See, <laughs> I can be a sponsor. I can still know my sport. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up, though. You, it is good. Like I, that's one thing I do. Like I like you know ladies that you know do enjoy sports because you get a lot of females that's like uh, I don't really like sports too much or they really just like to you know watch sports just to look at the men's butts and stuff like that. You know I understand. <laughs> I respect that and everything. But I like women that actually do really like enjoy sports. You know that's that. That's how I know we can have a conversation. <laughs> I think it's fun and I always used to say too like when people are like I don't like to watch I always just say like have you ever been to a game like you're like it's so fun to like go to a game I don't know I'm like when people are like I hate it I'm like have you ever been because like it's really fun to like eat a bunch of snacks and like <laughs> sit and hang out with a ton of people all cheering for the same thing right no, I understand that. Me, unfortunately, I have not in my lifetime as of yet had the opportunity to attend a professional sports, you know, game myself at any kind of arena. But, you know, I kind of, I know, I know. That's the whole thing. I'm like, that's one of the things on my bucket list. I definitely got to cross off before it's all said and done is to attend some kind of game in the near future. Coming you guys just do, you guys just do that. Um, you can like go on. And this is like not this is gonna sound like such an ad, but it's like so true. You can just like go on like game time and buy like a last minute ticket for like 
20 bucks or 25 bucks. It's like the easiest way to go. Oh, wow. See, I never knew that. See, I'm glad you shared that information with me. Now, I know how to make that happen because I know most of the times, like, buying a Knicks ticket is almost like paying rent here in New York, and we already know how expensive that is. No, no, no. Or, like, an outfield ticket for, like, a Yankees game and it's not, like, a bleacher ticket. I think they're, like, 35 bucks in the summer. Oh, okay. See, the closest... It it makes it... I'm sorry. It makes it accessible. It makes it accessible and fun. Okay. See, the closest I've ever been to actually going to a Yankees game was working down the street from Yankee Stadium back in 2012. That was almost like eons ago. And I remember I used to be out there summertime. I used to work at the Bronx Terminal Market. So I used to be outside being able to see all the Yankee fans getting off the train, walking up to the stadium, then walking back. And you can always tell whether or not we won or lost because you can just tell by the interactions and the way the body language was of the people when he was coming back, going to the train station and stuff like that oh yeah oh yeah yeah the vibes are either really great or really off <laughs> absolutely that's for sure. that is the truth <laughs> oh man but that's great though and you know with this whole situation now you know we spoke a little bit about the sports so everybody know out there that you were a sports fan and stuff like that too so you know everybody's good with that now and we can get into yeah. you know your your album here you know emily's party and all that good stuff so you know you said earlier that this was you know your dream album you was able to fulfill a dream with being able to put yeah. together and release this particular project so what was this process like um it was it was really great actually so i met my producer um through one of my best friends um who's also an artist mm-hmm. and uh, i said like from the very beginning like i since I have this opportunity, I want to do it exactly how I want to do it. Um, because I'm not naive to the fact that hopefully if this goes well, I'll be, you know, signed under a major label and then I'm going to have a lot less control, which I'm totally okay with. I get that's how this works. But I was like, if I'm going to do this and fund this um, as, a, as my own label and as, you know, a solo artist, I want to do this one project exactly how I want to and um, luckily for me he was like super on board and we did the whole album uh, with a couple exceptions of like an additional writer uh, here or there we did the whole album just the two of us in a studio and it was it was so great because there was never any we like I walked in the studio and I did whatever I felt like that day. So like, if I really wanted to work on a new song or I really wanted to finish something that was in production or I had a really you know, stressful night at work the night before and I had a ton of feelings and I wanted to get those out, like there was never any pressure to like walk in the studio and have to finish something specific. So it made the process like really, really enjoyable. Um, and more relaxed, I guess, than like having you know specific deadlines. And um, you know, we set ourselves deadlines. Don't get me wrong, because we wanted to keep on track. But um, it just working with one other person to do an entire album, with like the exception of like you know a guest in the studio one day or two days here or there over the course of a year, um, it really made the creative process like so flow so smoothly. Because there was like no um, like barrier, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, it makes sense. 
and um, you know, with uh, that said, like, are you looking to, you know, actually sign a deal, or do you like now that you got the experience of being a, a solo and independent artist, you would rather remain in this route? Um, so I, I definitely am looking to sign a deal. Um, I really, really like I said, mentioned a little bit earlier. I love, um, I love performing. Um, I always have, I always will. It's one of my favorite parts of being an artist. And I know that I would love to go on tour. Uh, I would love to eventually play stadiums. And if you want to do that, at least in my opinion of the music industry, you need a major label because that's just tons and tons of money that independent artists typically don't have and can't fund because that's a whole separate type of machine. And I know that's like the career path I want. Like I want to do a, a world tour if the opportunity presents itself. And I want some of the perks that come with, you know, the machine of a major label. So that's definitely something I'm looking for, you know, at some point in my career, mm. sooner than later, ideally. Very understandable. I love being... I love being able to do it independently. Like I said, like I had a lot of freedom and a lot of um, creative freedom and a lot of, you know, really just freedom across the board. But um, to not go crazy and to be able to do actually everything I want, I know I need a larger machine. Oh, yeah. Behind me. And that's the one thing, you know, I do, you know, I understand exactly what you're saying and everything. And that's the one thing, you know, I do, you know, appreciate when it comes to the labels is the fact that, you know, they do have a much larger machine, you know, financially for an artist to be able to enjoy those, you know, those experiences of performing on stages, performing in stadiums, doing tours and such of that nature. But there's the one thing I don't really like too much about the industry is the fact that it does kind of take away the freedom creatively for the artist to be able to do what they like to do. But then again, you know, to each his own, everybody has their, you know, their differences or everybody has exactly what it is that they're looking for when it comes to the industry itself. So I, I understand that, you know, so like with that being said, you know, when it comes to like performing and everything, have you had the chance to do any like, you know, showcases around the city locally? Not yet. Um, soon. The plan is, so we just released um, January 13th, and um, my team is really, you know, me and my manager and my producer. Um, and so we're, we're getting there, just not yet. The next step for us is to, like, hire um, a band. I'm really big on playing with live musicians. Mm. Um so over the next couple months, the goal is to like hire a band and get everybody in rehearsal so we can play live shows probably by like the end of summer around the city. Um, we're just in the middle of the process. It just hasn't been, uh, we haven't had enough time to start that yet, but that's definitely in the works uh, for, we're saying end of summer is like the goal. Okay. And it's summer, early fall around the city. Okay, cool. So let me ask you, you know, with that being said, you know, you want to hire your own band to be able to you know have live performances with a live band and everything if you had your choice what would you name your band <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um i definitely always like i always just go under my name so um you know like when you like when you see a show it's just the artist and then you introduce the band at the end that's probably like the route we'll take um 
all performance of the artists, but of course, like, introduce the band to the audience and um, go about it that route. Um, I think that's going to be the, the best route for me personally, but I've played with bands before and I just, I love it. It's like such a fun energy um, to like play off of on stage. So we're definitely keeping the band root. Oh, okay. So like when it comes to, you know, playing in the band, like what kind of instrument did you play? Like what was your preferred instrument? So I play a little bit of piano. Um, I could tell you I play a little bit of guitar, but I'd be lying because I'm terrible at it. (laughs) (laughs) I can terribly play a little bit of guitar, but um, I really play a little bit of piano, but I've always just been a singer. But um, in high school, I used to perform with a band um, from time to time, and it was really just like an awesome experience. Um, I loved every minute of it, like the rehearsals and the performances and whatever. So I'm really excited to get back to that because I just, I just know it's such a great environment for me and for everybody. I think it's always fun, like as an artist, to be in a room with other artists who are like just as excited to be doing what they're doing as you are. Um, and giving people opportunities to get on stage is always like a, a fun thing, you know? That's cool. I ain't gonna lie to you. I would try to when I was younger try to learn how to play guitar myself because my father he played guitar. He was more so of a yeah. uh, electric bass player, but it's like I just didn't have the patience for it to try to learn how to play guitar. So I get you. You, me, and you. Once again, we made another connection. I'm terrible at guitar <laughs> too, so don't feel bad. <laughs> I would love to be great at guitar for some reason. Maybe I just haven't had the right teacher. I don't know. Something just doesn't in my brain mm-hmm. like piano no like I can learn you give me music I can learn something with guitar I just like I don't know it just doesn't stick <laughs> so maybe I just need a good teacher <laughs> Hey, that could be the possibility. You never know. I mean, you got a lot of people out here. You know, I have conversations with people prior to, you know, learning guitar and everything like that. And a lot of them told me they were self-taught. But then you had some of them was like, oh, I just went to YouTube and watched how somebody learned how to play guitar through that way. And then I taught myself eventually. And now here I am. I'm sounding like Jimi Hendrix on stage or I sound like I'll be a part of Aerosmith or something. <laughs> you know, people got stuff. Listen, people that can do that. More power to it. I'm like, I can sing. I can sing. <laughs> you need me to sing something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And when it comes to your singing, you definitely got a really good voice when it comes to your singing. Like, have you drawn any comparisons to anybody when it comes to, like, you know, your singing voice? Um. So I always said, like, when people ask, because people always ask, like, who do you think you sound like? And that's always a really hard question for me because I I do think I have like a true pop rock voice mm-hmm. um, but I don't I don't know if it's like super comparable I always just used to say like it's like a pink meets like Miley meets like Paramore crossover okay because it's kind of like a little bit of all of those elements like I have the little like grungy growly like miley moments but i have a low belt like pink does and i use the like similar rock palette to like a paramore it's kind of like a hybrid but i think that's all good like those are all good things 
What? I think so too. It was pretty good comparisons, and the fact that you named Pink was one of the things you know I was kind of thinking about earlier when you had you know when I was listening to the song "Be Mad" and everything. I'm like, you know, I can hear it a little bit now that you mentioned it and all that stuff. So, I, I think you in good, good. company, you can say. <laughs> I love that. Hey, listen, I'll uh, I'll take it. These are there's a lot of really strong, powerful female performers that I would be I would feel very lucky to be compared to. So <laughs> I'll take it. Now, as far as uh, powerful female performers, like who were some of your favorites? Like who were some of your favorites that you know um, maybe inspired you to take on your own identity as a performing artist and also doing you know pop rock. I love Lady Gaga. I love her. I saw her um, play live. Well, now I've seen her play live a bunch of times, but I saw her play live for the first time uh, in high school, and she just put on the most amazing... I think it was the first Monster Ball tour. She put on the most amazing show. Like, vocally, performance-wise, it was just... It was so, so impressive. And from, like, that day on, I was like, I love her. I love her. She's my favorite. And I've seen her many times since then, and she never fails to impress every single time. Um, So she's definitely, she's my favorite, for sure. Um, But I also, like, the the women I already mentioned, I love Pink. Um, I think she's so cool and unique in her own way, and I think she's a beautiful voice. Um, that can be grungy or it can be really pretty. Um, I love Miley. I'm a Miley girl. I know she just released an album this week. <laughs> uh, I've I've always loved her. Um, I love Adele, but I know I am I am not Adele. <laughs> but but I love her. I think she is just sickly, amazingly talented, and I think she's really cool. I would love to be friends with her. Um, I, who else do I love? I grew up in a lot of, um, like, 80s rock and roll. Okay. So, like, I grew up with a lot of Guns and Roses and a lot of Aerosmith, and I made sure to take, like, elements of that and put it back into my music. Like, I would say the album itself is, like, really guitar-heavy because of that, um, because that's just something I grew up loving. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like my, the female performers that I resonate the most with and that I've loved um, and look up to all kind of share like similar elements. They're all a little edgy and they're all a little out of the box and they all really don't care what anybody thinks. They just kind of do exactly what they want. And that's like a, a huge underlying theme of my album uh, to be in with. It's, do what you want to do like do what makes you happy do what makes you feel powerful because I think that's just such a strong message Mm -hmm. and if I if I didn't ignore people's opinions you know for a lot of my music career I would not be where I am today and so I made sure that was like a huge theme in the album but I also realized that that's a huge theme in like the artists that I look up to Mm -hmm. so um yeah, so the, those are my those are my top. 
Okay. And now I wanted to ask you, you know, with that being said, you know, when it, when we take a look back now at your own album, Emily's Party, was that the kind of message you was trying to get across to your listeners was, you know, be free, do what you want to do. And if anybody's mad about it, let them be mad. Was that the kind of message you were trying to, you know, illustrate? Absolutely. I think like be mad, um, the is like really a great embodiment of that um the record really says like you know you can be mad like you can be mad i don't care like and and i think like not enough people like do that like because i think like people worry about you know well if i say this somebody's gonna say this or i do this somebody's gonna do this and i've always at least like career wise have just been like i don't care like if somebody's mad I'm not worried about it. Like a lot, the, like the record says that at multiple times through multiple songs. Be mad, I think, says it like the most direct, <laughs> <laughs> the most direct way. Uh-huh. But uh, but I think it's just so important, and I think like people nowadays like, and I'm saying it obviously within reason, but like people nowadays just like don't chase what they really want. That's true, and I don't know why, but. I think they're worried about, you know, society's opinions and their parents' opinions and people, which, like, you only live one life, so you should do whatever makes you the happiest. And I truly believe that. And I, so I wanted to make sure it was, like, an overarching message. Mm. You know, and I totally agree with that 100% because you saying that just made me think about the times back when I was growing up as well. And I used to like hide the little things that I wanted to be able to do or the little passions that I used to have. Like when I was growing up, I wanted to be a hip hop artist myself. And there was various things that I wanted to pursue, but I was more worried about what people would have thought about it or what my parents would have said or if they would have accepted me pursuing these particular, you know, goals that I have in mind that aren't so traditional when it comes to what everybody else is accustomed to. You know, like a lot of people, they're used to just, you know, they go through school, they find a job, maybe go to college or whatever the case may be, and then they spend like the next yep. 30 years of their life stuck at this profession that they're not really happy with instead of just going out there and finding their passion and actually what makes them happy in life. So a lot of people go through life miserable not having ever really experienced what true joy is, you know? Exactly. And I think that's like such a shame because like don't get me wrong I know that this is like you know the path I chose is like not the easy you know way about it but I think it's so I just think it's important like of course like you know what I do and you know getting getting my own record out and you know working for myself and like doing all that is like not the easy way and it's not the cheap way like you know I have multiple jobs on top of it to do it but I'm so happy doing that because it's what I truly love um, and I think people can tell like you know people can tell when you are happy or you're not happy or you love your job or you don't and whatever that may be like w- depending on the person but I just, I just think it's so important that you find or do what you love and you don't worry about what like society has to say about it like because at the end of the day you're the only one that has to live with it mm-hmm. I agree with that one so heartily I truly do agree and it's like you like they said you know when you find something that you love and you do that as your profession and it doesn't really feel like like work 
when you really sit and you think about it, you know? Exactly. Like, when I'm, you know, on a music video set or in a studio or, you know, whatever, in a meeting with, you know, doing interviews, like, it doesn't, it is work, but it doesn't feel like work. Like, it's fun and it's, like, cool and it's, I don't know, it's the experience that I wanted and I'm so happy to do it. Like, I'll never complain about having to be on set at five o'clock in the morning. But if I had to go to work at five o'clock in the morning, <laughs> I would be bitching and moaning and crawling. <laughs> oh, so, you sound you know. like me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's so true. And people just do it. You know, people be like, well, I, you know, I got a good job, but I like, I hate it. I'm like, okay, then quit. Right. Like, which I understand there's a lot that goes with that, but like there's a lot of, you know, careers and jobs and things that like you have to be able to find something you at least enjoy right. a little bit. That is true. Like I and I think what it, what the disconnect comes is a lot of people get caught up with the fact that all right I have to have money to be able to you know maintain my household and be able to you know live the lifestyle that I want and I think a lot of people when it boils down to it, is just afraid to take risks they're afraid to you know bet on themselves when it comes to pursuing something that may not be what everybody else you know would particularly smile yep. on or whatever the case you know yeah, I agree. I think I think you're completely right. I think that, and actually, you put it even better than me. Like betting on yourself, I think is the the best way to say it. Like people are afraid to bet on themselves, but it's like if you know you love something and something makes you happy, and you're young, even if you're not that young. I mean, I guess it really doesn't matter. But like in my head, like when you're like when you're young, you what do you have to lose? A little bit of money, like. You don't have, like, you don't have anything to lose. And, like, if you're going to build something for yourself, of course it's going to cost a little bit of money. And if you lose it, okay. You know, you have tons of time to make it back, you know. It's not like you're in a house with, you know, a, you know, a wife and ten kids. Like, you know, so if you're young and, free, like, you have nothing to lose other than a little money that you can always make again. And I feel like doing something and losing and knowing you tried sits a lot better at night than not doing it at all because it was the risky option mm, there you have it that r word that everybody dreads so much which is called regret you know and I, I wholeheartedly agree with you because if you go and you try something and you fail you'll learn to realize that failure wasn't the worst thing that could have happened to you the worst thing in most cases is the fact that you didn't even attempt to even give it a try to see if this is something that would be what you would envision it to be you know? exactly like i got the comment like when we first started this process um of the album like people were like okay well you know, what if it doesn't do well? Okay, I did it though. Like, you know, and I was like, you can't even like, I never thought like that because if it, you know, hopefully it just, it does do really well. So far, so good. I don't have too many complaints, but, um, you know, I never, when I like, you know, sat down and said, okay, I'm doing this. The thought of like, well, what if it doesn't work? Was it because at the end of the day, if it doesn't work, okay, I did it. Mm -hmm. I did it. 
I try, you know, whatever. But if it does work, it's everything I ever wanted. So I was never worried about, yes, there's, of course, a huge risk that came with doing it, you know, financially and career-wise, whatever. There, there was a huge risk that came with doing it, but that wasn't... In my head, it was a thousand times worse to not do it. Absolutely. And with that being said, like, what has been the response and the reactions that you have gotten since you took this risk and you put out this album now and it's been out for a little while and, you know, a lot of people have had the opportunity to go take a listen to it. What responses have you been getting back for it? Honestly, I feel really lucky. I've gotten wonderful, wonderful feedback on the album. Um, I feel so, so lucky because I it's the internet. The internet is, you know, can be a scary place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I feel so lucky. I've really gotten wonderful feedback. Um, I tried really hard, as you say, when we were making the album to make, it's 12 tracks. And I wanted a, a broad range within those 12 tracks. So more or less, there's a little something for everybody. Like, you might hate track one and two, but love three and six. Like, because they're all, like, have, like, different, you know, narratives and different instruments and different. But that was kind of my goal, to, like, be able to put something out that at least you can pick a track and resonate with it if it's not your, you know, vibe, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think it ended up working really well because the... Every day somebody's like, oh my God, this is my favorite track on the album or this is my favorite track on the album. And and usually they're completely different tracks. But I love that because in my head, that's what I wanted. Like there's, you know, it's not everybody loves one song. It's everybody has their own song. That's like what they feel like. And that makes me really happy. Um, but yeah, I just think it's just a good resonating with people album. That's good. You know, one thing I was thinking about, and I wanted to make sure I mentioned it before, you know, we got to wrap everything up, is the title to your song, Be Mad. You should get that put on a t-shirt or something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to do I want to do some cool merch at my... We did a small release party for a bunch of, um, like, industry people and some close friends and family. Uh -huh. And I, I had a tattoo artist at my release party. Um, and so we did all sorts of, we made like a cool, we worked with a great artist who was like so ready to put up with all my bullshit. And he <laughs> um, did a great class sheet with like stuff that was like pertaining to the album because like we don't have merch yet. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm definitely doing it. Like be mad on some sort of clothing is is happening like there's also just some cool lines throughout the album i don't know if you've heard the whole album yet um or not but there's just like some cool one-liners throughout the album that i said like or i even said in the studio i was like oh that's gonna have to go on something <laughs> um because there's a there's like a blues song called like i'm sorry mama mm -hmm. and one of the opening lines is um, gotta change the cold world and give it something with feeling. And I like the second I wrote that line, I was like, "Oh, that needs to go on something." <laughs> 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 so there's like just some cool. There's definitely some cool stuff. I want to do merch. The goal is like to put some merch up on the website. Like by the time we start doing some shows, um, because I'm really excited about that one. Like I want a T-shirt. <laughs> with me on it 
cool. Yeah, I think that would be very cool. And just to be, you know, when you do get to the point where you start performing and you're traveling around performing your music and everything, just to look out into the crowd and see so many people donning your own merchandise, I think that would be a wonderful feeling that you wouldn't forget ever, you know? I love it. Every time my my manager, who's also my like very, very best friend in the whole world, um, we see a lot of shows together. And ever now, like for the last like year, every time we see a show and there's like, you know, a big group of people that are all like going crazy somewhere in the in the stadium, she always just looks at me and goes, That's gonna be you. People are gonna like do that for you. And I like hope she's right because it's like I can't imagine that would be like the coolest feeling i think <laughs> now you know a question for you now you know before we get ready to you know wrap everything up with this conversation and which has been great by the way and i do thank you again <laughs> you know for coming here onto the show and sharing your experiences with us but one thing i want to ask you know being that now you just cleared one hurdle with releasing this project and you know you're giving it a yeah. chance to circulate around now you got things going for you and you're moving in the right direction what is next for you going into the rest of 2023 and beyond as far as your music is concerned um so immediately like i shouldn't say immediately but like within the next handful of months mm-hmm. um we do have a music video that's going to be released for be mad um so be on the lookout for that that'll be the next release um, knock on wood, if everything gets the clearance that I need, we'll have a, a remix single out to one of the songs from the album with the feature, hopefully early summer. Um, so we'll have another release there. And then, like I said earlier, um, probably some shows by late summer. And then we'll go from there. Cool. And for the people out there that's listening right now that would like to check out Emily's Party, get in contact with you, reach out to you, follow you on social media, and even, you know, bring you on to their shows, you know, those that are listening. How could they make that possible? Absolutely. So as far as Emily's Party, the album is on all streaming platforms worldwide. So wherever you listen to music, you can just type in Emily's Party and find me. I'm a little red. I have a sparkler in my mouth, so I'm kind of hard to miss. It's <laughs> 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 the album cover. Um, as far as my socials, they're all exactly the same. It's um, this is Emily Ryan on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and my website. This is EmilyRyan.com. You can find me through any of those channels. Okay, I mean, I think for the people that you know watching the video element of this conversation, we'll be able to see it, and I'm pointing to it right now. That I actually have your album cover posted up on one of the screens right here. So you know, for people out there that want an idea what the album cover looked like, if you can look right here on the screen, you see it, and it's a pretty dope album cover. Like, what what made you go with this? You know, as a post to any other kind of you know where you could have went with your album cover. Oh, I love this album cover. Um, I, so like I said earlier, I always leave a little edgy. And um, I love a good, like, lingerie and leather moment. So I knew I wanted to do a ton of shots, like, in that outfit or really similar outfits. And I just got, like, a last-minute idea of, like, what if I just put a damn sparkler in my mouth? And my photographer, John, who was, like, the most loving he played along so well because when we shot that picture it was like literally 20 degrees outside and I was like naked under a bridge in Queens <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
uh, you know, my manager is freezing to death. He's freezing to death. And I'm like, okay, guys, I'm going to, like, strip and light a sparkler on fire. And luckily, I've built a good enough team to where they're just like, okay, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he took a ton of shots in, like, you know, the two minutes of that sparkler was lit uh-huh. and when he like sent them back he like you know emailed, he was like I think you guys are going to really love it and I like pulled up the images and I was like because there, there were some other cool images in this shoot don't get me wrong uh-huh. like there was some great things that could have been but we pulled up this image and I was like I love it I need it it's Emily's party it's sparkler it's naked it's a little rock and roll it's like it was such a vibe. I'm just, I'm in love with the cover. And then the original cover is black and white. And my, like, colors, like, I always just use black and red for everything. I'm not a big color girl. I'm a big, like, neutral black with red girl. Mm-hmm. So my, like, graphic designer was like, we could just make it red. And I'm like, I love everything about this entire conversation. Please make it red. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. And then we picked it, and I was like, this is perfect. I love it. It's everything I wanted. It is, it's very, it's very creative. It's very, you know, it, it kind of like gives you like a, a understanding, you know, right away when you look at it as to what the album is going to be about. And I'm like, I kind of, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I wish I would have used this picture instead of, you know, the other picture that was included along with your package and everything like that. Cause I think people would really get an understanding and a feel for what this, you know, particular album would be about. And I, and I definitely like it, you know, and with that being said, I got to ask you, you're welcome. I got to ask you two questions. As a matter of fact, one, sure. well, well, all of those good, nice warm days that we have y'all had to choose a 20 degree day to go shoot the video uh, <laughs> it was just how it worked out uh-huh. it was when he had time and we had time um, and it, it was literally just what what worked um, I was like really excited um, I'll shout him out John Taylor is my photographer and he's so talented and so busy so when we like hit him up, I was like a little nervous that he was going to be like too busy to do it because we were kind of in a time crunch. Like when we went to shoot it, I like needed it done within like a couple weeks time frame. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I know you're so busy and so talented, but please, 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 please. And he basically, you know, him and Amber were going back and forth and we just like found one day that worked for all of us. And I was like, great, sold. I'll take it. Thank you so much. And then, like, you know, of course, it happened to be 20 degrees that day. But, like, you know, what are you going to do? Sometimes you just got to freeze for the art. Right. I understand. <laughs> now, I was just joking when I asked you that question. I was just, you know, wanted to bring a little humor to the conversation and everything like that. But another thing I wanted to ask you, you know, with the album cover in mind, you know, and the fact that you mentioned earlier that you like to, you know, model and like lingerie and stuff like that. Would you find yourself doing that if the opportunity presented itself to you? Oh, yeah, I would definitely do it. I think it's so fun and it's so empowering and like I don't care like you know you go on my Instagram and find bikini pics and you know whatever <laughs> so it's just like uh, to me it's, that's always just been such a fun thing like I'll do it like I have no shame about it like I'll do it I love it I'm I'm definitely here for it no doubt about that well Emily we do want to say thank you once again for taking the time out 
to come here onto our show and be a guest here today. We really did enjoy the conversation. Well, I should say I enjoyed the conversation with you, and I hope that you enjoyed the conversation as well. And, you know, for yes, people out yes. there that are listening, you know, for them that would like to, you know, reach out to you, hear your music and all that stuff, uh, where can they find you again? At, this is Emily Ryan on every platform or Emily Ryan or Emily's Party on Spotify and all the music listening services. Cool, sounds good. So for everybody out there that's listening right now, make sure you go check out Emily's Party. We're going to get into the single Be Mad that's coming up next. So once again, we want to say thank you, Emily. And for everybody else that's tuned in and listening right now, keep it locked right here. It's your boy Emilio Wackball, and we'll be back with much more right after this. You're rocking with the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio. Miss my meetings in the morning. Americano, get me going. Cause I forgot the feeling of dreaming. Busy ain't got no ceiling. I won't be feeling bad. Everyone can be mad. Everyone can be Won't take your blame too bad We can have none of that Everyone can be mad 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 I fucked up Had plans tonight But I couldn't get out on time Cause the city sucks me in Got it again, another sleepless night. Cause I forgot the feeling of dreaming. Busy ain't got no ceiling. I won't be feeling bad. Everyone can be mad. Everyone can be mad. I won't take your blame too bad. We can have none of that. Everyone can be mad. It's a good time to make bad decisions. I'm not worried about the consequences. The world is upside down in my head. In my head. I'm mad. With the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net, this is Nonstop Radio. 
Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Non-Stop Radio. The Non-Stop Radio Show. Non-Stop Hip-Hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Yes, yes, folks. That is our show for this evening. But I want to say thank you to each and every one of you once again for taking the time out of your busy schedule to tune into yet another presentation of the hottest hip-hop and R&B show this side of the net. Be sure to check us out every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, getting busy on the airwaves over at KKSJ, Kwan J Radio. But until then, it's your boy Emilio signing off. Y'all be good, you heard? Peace. You're rocking with the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Non-Stop Radio. It wasn't supposed to be this way. So miserable taking life day by day. I didn't think I could feel so safe. Emotionally scarred, couldn't find my place. I apologize if you need some space. I don't really ever do this I'm not this way For anyone Feel like you're the one For me When I look at you I feel so unhinged But not in a way That makes me wanna binge Wrap my mind around All the words you say Hope they are true I can't take more pain Unfamiliar feeling Why you being so nice I hope you're not playing me I hope I'm your type Cross my fingers and hope for the best Is this just life giving me a test So disoriented whenever you say my name I don't write love Apologize if you need some space. I don't really ever do this. I'm not this way. For anyone, feel like you're the one for me. When I look at you, I feel so unhinged. But not in a way that makes me wanna binge. Wrap my mind around all the words you say. And I hope they are true, cause I can't take much more pain. Please don't go. Please tell me that this is true. My intentions with you are so pure. So please don't walk out the door. When I look at you, I feel so unhinged. But not in a way that makes me wanna binge. You're rocking with the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio.